Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from the Tower, your weekly Destiny show, discussing everything Destiny across news, story, and lore and speculation. I am Phantom. I am Zephanblade. And uh this past it's been an interesting week. Uh Destiny's been down for like two days, not consecutively. But, like, two days the game was down. I think the game was down most of today, which is Thursday, mm -hmm. uh, the 23rd at the time of recording. So, but we got a lot of stuff to get into. A lot has happened uh, story-wise, gameplay-wise. Um, I know first thing is first. Um, we are going to touch on the new story content, but we're going to do so vaguely because I have not finished the way tracer or the wayfinder quest step for this week and i have also not gotten my special inauguration coronation scepter um, i will be as vague as possible while being informative okay okay so we yeah we're, we're not gonna go into like story specific of what happens but i we are gonna give zeph's gonna give his thoughts on like what he feels <laughs> about the narrative and the quest itself mm -hmm. um because i heard this week was spicy from it what was. I've been gathering on the memes, this week was spice. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Um, okay, so let's get right into it. Uh, we will start with the story stuff since it's going to be the vaguest part, and then we can dive into trials and the TWAB. So right off the bat, uh, the Ager Scepter Catalyst is live in-game. You can now catalyze your gun, and upon completion, you get a really cool awoken ship yep. which i think is one of the more i dare say it's one of the more unique designs ship wise uh, i like the color the color scheme of it um, uh you should be aware though that if the interceptor catalyst is the thing you're gonna go for that the drop rate is abysmal i've heard i saw uh, i've seen videos so Rage Spy got it, I think, on his second drop or on his second run. Mm -hmm. I got it on my third. Datto got it on his twelfth, and then everyone in the community is pouring it out for Acid Cross, who got it on his thirty-fourth, I think. No oh, man, <laughs> the poor, the poor lad, yeah. dude. Yeah, so uh, hopefully RNG blesses you because uh, it is a very good catalyst. It. It makes an already nutty PvE gun even better. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is, if you're just going to do it by the book, if you're just going to go into the throwaway and sit down and uh, hold left click, then it's a straight thousand kills. Like everything. But if you... Yep, but if you uh, if you do precision kills, it speeds it up. The shatter kills do count, so like if you freeze something... Uh, or if you kill something and freeze the surrounding enemies, those shatter kills do count, so it's not Ooh. that bad. But, like, yeah, this is, uh, you're going to be doing for a little bit. Yeah, so, so basically what you're saying is go on Shadebinder and just, uh, abuse your melee and then just freeze well, yeah. enemies and then just yeah. shoot them in the head with the gun and then watch your shatter spike just splinter everywhere. 
I uh, I went through it because I I mean the throwaway is very effective, but mm -hmm. I am just like, why would I not play the game while I'm playing the game? So by the time I finished my pinnacle circuit, like in all my activities aside from Crucible, I was basically done and just finished it up in um. Makes sense. Altars of Zorro. Uh, oh but yeah, it, I can imagine that's where the one of the big farms is right now for that too. And the catalyst basically turns it into a mini death beam. Like, not quite as effective as actual Chaos Reach Death Beam, but mm. about as close as you can get with a weapon that's not 1k. Oh my god. Okay, well, that sounds that sounds really fun. I have a very hectic weekend ahead of me, but uh, I think tomorrow night I don't have anything, like, post-work, mm -hmm. so I think tomorrow night I might bunker down and just uh, get a helpful guide. So basically where I am in the quest is I was sitting on Tracing the Stars Step 3. Um, I just had to go turn the the skews into the little thing and listen to the story and listen to Aldrin talk about yeah. how, you know, Regas, what is it? Azure sat under the trees while it thundered and Regas, you know, kind of just took them in and hugged them or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, I picked up the, the exotic step and Mara was talking about Crow and everything and uh, I was like, all right, let me... So this is what I've been doing for every step is I've pulled up a guide. I've been watching um, Esoteric's guides because he literally just goes from spawn to, yep. like, where it is. So I'm just like, all right, this is what I... You know, throw that on, watch it on second monitor, go right there, wrap it up nice and easy. Uh, I didn't mm -hmm. do that with these, these last, like, four or five. And the guide I used was abysmal. It was like, hey, you remember the room with the Ahamkara bones from last week? Well, you're going to mm -hmm. drop down that hole and then immediately turn around. And I had that was all the direction they gave. No map, no picture of like your in-game map to show you like where you can kind of position your character. No yep. other room, just literally a screenshot of the skew. Uh, and I got lost in the dream, that part of the Dreaming City, and I kind of like logged off. Um, in terms of the weekly story quest, which we'll get into after this, um, I didn't finish it. I have done my astral alignment. Uh, I just was, you know, screwing around the Shattered Realm, getting all the anchors and found some purple rocks I can't break. And I was like, that's interesting. There's a, my, 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 my game is telling me there's a treasure on the other side. And I was like, okay. Then I went to bed. So Aegis, Aegis Scepter, uh, stasis shun shot yeah that's what that's what it feels like that's what i've been hearing from the community uh but better because it comes with a death beam okay uh, also in reference to those purple rocks mm -hmm. uh you do need Aegir scepter to break them but for anybody who has okay. any kind of light hypersensitivity or any kind of epilepsy whatever like they really should come with a warning label on it because you use the scepter to break those rocks mm -hmm. but then the screen flashes like insanely brightly when they okay. finally break so uh be right. ready for that if okay. you have any kind of photosensitivity so before before we we jump full ship into the um before we jump full ship into the shattered realm and all that fun stuff um so for ages ages scepter basically for the past uh Three weeks leading up to last, because last week was when the gun actually came out. Um, you basically you went around, you got these skews, which were just like pointy anchors that told you where they were when you were close enough to them. You put them in a 
you basically went to a, a, a thing, held square, deposited them, and then listened to a story. The fourth step, which is the proper exotic quest, I assume it is more than just go get six more skews and put them in a thing. Can you can you confirm that? You're right. It's get five skews and put them in a thing. Is there anything after that, or is it just get yeah, skew? No, okay. I, I mean, there's like get kills and ask for alignment, and then okay, do okay. three strikes. But that's basically the combination of it. Okay, so it's it is not as harrowing as Hawk Moon, Dead Man's Tale. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, it is not what I would call a uh, girthy quest. No, it's just a it's just a fun <laughs> little quest. Um, I got a jaunt. I, I got to wonder probably because they're they're like buckling down for Witch Queen right now. Yeah. So like this season has been like planned in advance. We've known that from the the season leads on Twitter. Um, so you got to wonder if they are working on anything for this season, it is probably stuff that is coming in December. And that at that point, it's it. I would assume it's polishing that stuff to get ready to ship. But uh, we know they are launching season 16 uh, parallel to Witch Queen instead of delayed. So I, I can imagine that they are buckling down on polishing that, polishing Witch Queen and really getting that ready to go gold. Um, so also, I keep in mind, we're going to have Festival of the Lost on the 12th. Festival so like... of the Cost coming back, baby! Yep. Empty uh... your pockets for Tess! We might uh, have something fun during all that, but uh, we'll see. Um, okay, so uh, you do the quest, you get some lore, you get some dialogue, you get a fun gun, and then the catalyst drops from what? Astral alignments? Yeah, you got to open the 100 parallax cost mm, okay. chest. Uh, the loot will probably drop in orbit, so after you complete the activity and you mm. know you've definitely completed it, just go to orbit instead of spending the harrowing 30 seconds standing there did, staring uh, at the chest. Did you see the clip of Cross that's been going around? I saw it on TikTok yeah. of him just like, there's no loot. Yeah. And his teammates like, we just, this whole broken. thing, no loot. He's like, yeah. no, nah, any minute. He goes, it'll happen. It'll happen. And then like one second before they go to orbit and they all get their drops. Yeah. Um, and someone got a catalyst for something. I don't think it was uh, Agers though. Uh, okay, so... With all that being said, let's shift. Now, this is going to be a lot more vague um, because we're going to talk about the Shattered Realm stuff. Now, uh, in our show notes, Zeph, you have data cache dialogue. Now, I have a mm -hmm. question before we go sure. into that. While I was roaming the Shattered Realm, which uh, this week is the Tangled Shore variant, uh, I found an ether drill. Mm -hmm. Um, and I killed all the scorn around it and Mara talked to me and they told me to pick up a ball of, you know, ether, not ether, uh, ascendant energy and take it over mm -hmm. to this place, which was locked like the first week I tried the shattered realm. And I was like, oh man, this place is locked. I, I got lost trying to figure out my yeah. way around. So I took it over there. There was like a deposit bank. You deposited it. Mara talked to you some more. You went to another area. You picked up more ether. You deposited it, and she gave you this whole spiel about how the scorn in the Shattered Realm are learning to basically concentrate uh, ascendant energy. Mm -hmm. Is that 
the data cache dialogue that you were referring to in the show notes? No, that's one of the um, enigmatic mysteries. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the data caches don't have any necessarily huge spoilers or anything, but you got to go not necessarily out of your way to find them. You have to definitely Mm -hmm. look for them. Right. Um, And it's more just like how Mara's people were looking for her in the Ascendant Realm. But that thing you just touched on, uh, I found very interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Because not only does it tie into, like, they're figuring out how to refine Ascendant Energy, but the other enigmatic mystery that you're able to unlock this week uh, of, like, the Scorn Fight Club is basically the Scorn are developing culture. What? The Scorn Fight Club? Literally, yes. I gotta find this. Uh, do you, Okay, do you need the second anchor? Um, Like, not anchor, the second... To, do you have to calibrate the second thing to unlock it? Because I know you can't use like true sight and stuff oh, yeah, until the beacons do. are aligned. Okay, so that'll be that'll yeah. be something I I look out for. Um, Scorn Fight Club and making culture. That's that is huge. I can't wait for the Bife video on that because he put a video out a couple of weeks ago talking about the Hive, the Scorn, and the Taken kind of working together um and zivu arath basically kind of like amassing all of them to her army so that's interesting so so the data cache is that new is that just like just come out this week or is that something that has like been in the shadow realm yeah it's one of those things that's like ha 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 it's always been here but you can only find it now you know like you have to upgrade your compass enough to Mm -hmm. get it um so speak so the bosses don't change right like this week's boss is the tank yeah that's correct as the tank okay um i think that's my least favorite out of all Uh... it takes the longest solo like the night once you get particle deconstruction on like the the night at the end of the the hive one is basically you know dust up and then the cup what i don't even know what the one for the edz is was it a cabal no it's the techian oh it's the techian oh that's right yeah Yeah. that was like the corrupted light so it's just you know the tank is just kind of tedious because you have to shoot the legs um so the lore i've heard is is pretty spicy this week um how how spicy are we okay let's let's set the scale right um are we talking like witch queen reveal spicy nah no it's just nah, a it's little mostly just fun it's fun okay um does it top the the knife scene from last week with uh with aldrin and not aldrin with crow and petra no nah, it just builds on it you builds. know like it's uh yeah i think they're doing the right thing. The season feels kind of... Unless there's, like, something happening that I'm missing, and I don't think I am. The season is, like, it's got some fun stuff, but it's really kind of a slow burn. Okay. So you think it's it's very... Would you say it's similar to Season of Arrivals in that regard? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Like, we're definitely going somewhere, and it's, you know... It's gonna take it's a, a while. fun way there, but yeah, you know. Um, Not every season is, like, earth-shattering, oh my god, like... You know, like, it's cool. There was definitely some fun stuff that happened and some good reveals, but... What, uh... lose your mind over. 
what would you say is I'm trying to I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Um what would you, actually I'm gonna change the song that's playing. Breaking the fourth wall, because it had words in it and it messed with my thought process. Oh the instrumental's playing. Cool. Okay, um What What step of the quest are did we end on this week? Out of like the fifty-two steps. I mean, we're probably right before the finale. 52, because I only have one more unlock left, and then I imagine okay. next week will be probably the first time we'll gain access to the legendary astral alignment, and if that's not next week, it'll be almost week certainly after. be the week after. Yeah. Um, now, we, how many Tekkians were there? Seven? There will be seven, because okay. this is the... Um, yeah, because right now we should be at five, right? Okay. Um, I think. Yeah, something like that. Because yeah. we've only... Uh, next week is going to be the moon again. Mm -hmm. And then that'll be the second time. And that's the third in the cycle, so that should be six. Yeah, so we should have like five tech-ins right now. Okay. Um, the one thing I will say before we start speculating is... I very much appreciate how I, in the beginning I was like, man, it takes forever to level up this compass and get enough parallax. And then I started getting all the patrol zone anchors mm -hmm. and they're popping 30, 50 a pop, you know, and there's like 16 on a planet. So you get 400 just from that, 100 from every strike. And, you know, so my compass, I think, is missing uh, two of the middle ones. I think two of the top ones, and then... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Three on the middle. The one that's locked behind the quest. Two others. Mm -hmm. uh, I think one or two left on the top. And then, like, one or two left on the bottom. And then the last one for next week. So, I very much appreciate how quickly we are able to upgrade the compass. As opposed to the hammer? Mm-hmm. And the, the Splicer Gauntlet. I actually, I think out of all three, the Gauntlet's the worst. Um, because you need, like, a thousand decrypted data. And the most you can get to drop in any activity is, like, 75. I think. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, that's, the, that's the only thing keeping me from my Splicer title. Is getting, like, I think I need a thousand decrypted data to get my last set of upgrades. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, kind of a drag, but speaking of drag, I don't want to drag too long on this since we have a lot to talk about with the news. So speculation, uh, do you think it's going to be one of these things where we finish the quest and then the like end of season moment, there'll be like a quest like the week before Witch Queen that'll kind of like kick us into Witch Queen? Uh, there's probably going to be that epilogue period that they did uh, because Bungie gave us just like an exceedingly vague roadmap of here's three blocks, you mm -hmm. know, here's the here's this block. And then in October and all this, you're going to be doing festival and then we're going to come up on the 30th anniversary and bing, bang, boom. We're at Witch Queen, you know, um, but I foresee there being like a two week epilogue um, yeah, because that seemed to work in a narrative sense and also as a chance to give people to decompress mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um 
And yeah, it, it's again, it's one of these things we discussed where like we know where we're going. It's just really how we're going to get there that everybody's so curious about how it's going to play out. Yeah. Um I think this is this is this is what I hope. This is like my bungee my bungee hey, hey bungee. I hope there is a a cutscene at the end of the season. Um with Savathun breaking out of her crystal and like doing her metamorphosis into the big bug queen uh and having that inciting incident that leads us into the witch queen that's my hope i have a feeling what might happen is it might just happen off screen and then like witch queen's gonna launch and we're gonna get a big cut scene at the start like we did with beyond light where like icor is gonna be like Savathun broke out of the dreaming city Marasov's gone AWOL. Guardian, we need to get to the bottom of this. There's something like that. But I would love to see it happen now to kind of uh, build that hype, like a pre-patch. It's hard for me to play this game with you. Because you have you're cursed with knowledge. I'm cursed with knowledge and anything that like okay. I could even vaguely speculate would read would lead you in the right direction. Okay, so then we're not gonna play this game. That's just my um, thought. Um, I mean, they're fun thoughts, right? And I would, oh, yeah. what I definitely would love is if people who are in chat or people who are listening, I would love to hear and see your speculation. And I'm not going to tell you if you're right or wrong, mm -hmm. but one of the most fun things pre-expansion, especially in this circumstance where, again, we know where we're going. It's just how we're going to get there. I would love to hear and see your thoughts on where you how you think we're gonna get there but yeah no it's it's tough for me to play this game right now because uh i took one for the team curse of knowledge okay all right yeah. well uh speaking of curses let's talk about the curse of osiris uh just kidding but we're gonna we're gonna talk about trials because i did not get to play trials last weekend uh and i don't think i'll get unless we play monday i don't think i'll be able to get to play this weekend but you did uh, yeah. I watched you and Dio and Knight run a uh, a card. Um, first card, right? Or not first, but like you reset it, what, two times? Uh, no, we reset it once. We, so it was, we like, got our warm-ups in because I hadn't played in like two, mm -hmm. three days. And then you, and, went, uh, you went flawless right off that card. Yeah, we just went right into it. We played like we reset on our third game because we're like, we're not going to lose our mercy on game three. And so we reset that and then we just ran train. Then mm -hmm. just got seven straight. Um, so how was matchmaking? Because while you were doing that, I was doing I was I was doing something else. I was doing like pinnacles or something in the background. So I wasn't like really hyper focused on your matches. Mm -hmm. But uh I mean they ended quickly. <laughs> I know I mean I know that. Well like we were only sitting there for an hour or two, not even. By that time, we were farming by two hours. Um, so the thing with that is, and here's where we're going to get into a little bit of the hard data, right? Because we have hard data from Bunchy themselves. We also have hard data from Trials Report. Mm -hmm. um, and so... Basically, uh, the TLDR is that this weekend we saw more people go flawless, right? Um, I think mm -hmm. it was a single digit increase in people going flawless, 
which is a good thing, right? Yeah. Um, you want more people going flawless. But then, because of the introduction of the flawless pool, mm-hmm. after that, you saw 34% less matches played. Ooh! Yeah, and I think that they even expound upon this number. So yeah, we saw 34% matches less played overall, mm-hmm. and the number of matches post-flawless dropped by 45%. Jeez. So, so what, yeah. You had a lot of people getting to game six and resetting because once you got into that flawless pool, you were in it for the weekend. It wasn't whether you reset your card. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter who you played with. If anybody in your fire team had gone flawless that weekend, you were in the flawless pool. And, you know, people were trying to avoid those super sweaty matches. Yeah, they didn't want that. Um, mm-hmm. So... They they go into the TWAB and they talk about all the stuff that worked and didn't work. You, how much did you play post going flawless? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. We played like two or three games because by that point we've been playing for a while and Knight had been playing for a while. It's getting kind of late, but we played like three, maybe four matches. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one we got our flawless pretty easy. And then immediately the first game after Flawless, we just got crushed. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it was competitive, but it was not what I would call close. Um, then we won the second game, and then it was just kind of like a toss-up. But the Flawless pool was noticeably sweatier. Okay. So, I am just looking into the TWAB while we talk about this because i didn't i didn't play trials um mm-hmm. i probably it's probably a good thing i didn't play trials because we would have gone yeah. against flawless carries the whole time but looking into the TWAB, they discuss what they're changing next week so next week um oh no, i'm sorry this is this week yeah. right Exactly. This two is for change, this weekend. Two changes in week three, right? We're in week three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So Sunday morning at reset, which is 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, they will be enabling the flawless pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said this is going to be their middle ground between week one and two. So you have <laughs> basically if you're casual like me, you and you you don't you don't get carried by like Grenade or Jake or somebody. Um, you have until Sunday at reset to go to the lighthouse. Well, no, not exactly. You, if you want to, if you're playing, okay. If you're playing with a flawless person, I should say that. Yeah. If you, if you're playing with friends and you're trying to farm out some loot, right? It's more of you trying to farm out some loot. Um, Mm. your games will be noticeably sweatier starting Sunday morning. You're going to have the best time farming from when trials drops Right. until sunday morning and at that point it is no longer free loot not that like trials is free to begin with but comparatively speaking it is no longer free loot after 10 a.m on sunday that's it buddy you gotta put the overtime in uh so i mean and this is kind of a community hot topic at the moment um mm-hmm. whether it should be skill-based matchmaking versus card-based matchmaking or connection blah 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 um and while i think the flawless pool is a good idea we need to find a way 
basically the TLDR right now is as they're executing the flawless pool right now, it is not a good idea. No, I don't uh, think so. The way to improve it is if you're going to be doing that more difficult content, i.e. playing against sweatier players more consistently, you need to make those rewards better, right? Yeah. Uh, if you're in that flawless pool, you need a chance at an adept. And not like every round, but, you know, within a margin of like... More so, yeah, more... Are you saying like match or rounds per match? Uh, matches. So matches. matches. Like yeah. if I, yeah, if I'm in the flawless pool, even if I've lost my flawless, but if I'm in the flawless mm. pool, then have a stacking chance of like once every five, right? Right. Within five matches, I'm going to get another adept of whatever the weapon is, right? Mm -hmm. um, and even that's a bit of a stretch, right? Like, realistically, it should be three, you know? Um, but make it rain loot. Have there be the cosmetics, like the ships, the sparrow, the ghost shell. Uh, ghost shells, plural. Yeah, um, the two. Make there be a reason to want to be in that flawless pool, aside from, like... I'm just going to get my flawless and immediately dip because that is overall mm -hmm. not healthy for the playlist. No, um, no, no, not so at all. I think, I think they picked a good option of the like two or three that they had of just like, okay, halfway through the weekend flawless pool is on. Mm -hmm. But I think that we can even still make better strides. Here's here. Okay. So I don't know if this is, if this is possible. I don't know if, if the back end would be able to differentiate this, right? But so the back end can differentiate if you've gone flawless or not, right? Or, or if at least one player has gone flawless in your fire team, whether you're solo or in, in a squad. What if, and Bungie, if you happen to listen to this, please let us know if this is something that can work on like Twitter. But like, what if for you to enter the flawless matchmaking pool? Two or more members of your fire team have to be flawless. I, I mean, think that, that would think suck for fair. like a solo carry. Mm -hmm. But, you know, say like, say you and I play and we play yeah. with like um, we play with wolves and you're the only one that's got sure. flawless. That lets the other two that lets us two still have a fighting chance to go to the lighthouse. And then at that point, if we want to keep playing, we know as a squad like we're we're you know not condoning um i can't think of the word but we are basically agreeing to like yes the turn the terms of service are the moment you step into the lighthouse and you go in with a three stack you will be in a flawless pool uh, uh i think that's pretty fair and i want to be clear just before we even keep going about it that bungie has been very on top of the mm -hmm. trials changes this season oh yeah uh, all the changes so far have been either just like outright great or mm -hmm. steps in the right direction and need like a little bit of a tweak. Um, but I think that that would be fair. But also just like if you have your flawless card, you're in the flawless pool. And then if you reset, you go back down to the bottom. That seems fair to me. But if you want the extra loot, if you mm -hmm. keep that flawless card, you want that extra loot, right? That's right. why you're keeping that. But if you just want to keep taking people to the lighthouse because uh, that's your gig or you want to be helpful or you want to play with your friends, whatever. Um, then, yeah, you reset it and you're back in the normal pool. But mm -hmm. there's got to be I think overall that there's got to be something 
for that flawless pool, right? Yeah. So those matches are going to be more difficult. They just are. Those are all people who beat seven other teams to get where they are. Yeah. And and they should, you know, it's um, it's almost like, I want to say it's almost like the challenge mode for Vogue right now is it should be sweaty. Um, but like challenge mode Vogue, I think you had said like it needs like a little tuning, right? Like it was just way when it came out last season was just way just too face stomping. And it was like you had to be literally pin perfect. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you still do. There's a reason why people aren't running Master Vogue as much right now. It's because like you do have to have that mm -hmm. A1 crack squad who knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, But like really, there's not a huge amount of incentive because you can still yeah. get your pinnacles from doing normal. You can still get the Vex from doing normal. So what's um, besides the ship? What's the point of of doing? I mean, Fate Breaker, that's it. Yeah, right. The ship and the title. Um. We are we are slow. We are quickly approaching our time limit for this evening, so I want to quickly bounce. Um, and this kind of ties into everything trials and master vog. So you talk about incentive, right? And Bungie for the past season and a half have really been open about accessibility. Um, mm -hmm. and you have the old heads and the old sweats from like D1 Alpha that are like, no, nah, if you can't hang, you can't hang. Yeah. Um, and then you have a more moderate middle of the lane approach where it's like, no, 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 no. It should still be challenging. The best loot should still be a should still only drop from these activities. However, every player should get the chance at completing this activity. Not not, you know, not steamrolling it, but you should they should be incentivized to want to better themselves or like get a squad of just like five carries. So on the topic of incentives, right? And we talk about trials incentives right now. Flawless gets you a weapon, gets you a chance at, is it a guaranteed weapon drop or is it just a chance at the weapon from the lighthouse? What? If, the lighthouse. Flawless? if you get to the lighthouse, the chest opening. So when you go flawless, you have a guaranteed adept weapon for whatever it is that week. Okay, and then just like uh, you a have chest at everything else. You have a chance at a random trials drop, mm -hmm. uh, which will come with the special shader. So don't dismantle it. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a chance at an ascended shard. You have a chance at an adept mod. Okay, so when we talk about incentives, and this is a big thing for me because. On the show notes, you specifically have loot slash cosmetics. Um, my biggest gripe with Destiny 2 as it's gone forward, um, and we're really talking like Shadow Keep post, it is that all, not all, most of the greatest cosmetics are in Eververse, right? And this is because Destiny is a gas, it's a game as a service, right? Mm hmm. When you look back at, at at Destiny 1, when Destiny 1 didn't have Eververse, all the cosmetics were in-game, right? Mm -hmm. And even when Eververse was introduced, Trials had ornamentation, right? Doing the Nightfall in D1 got you the blue flame over your head, right? I don't know if that's still a thing in D2. It was in vanilla. I don't remember if it is now. Um, there are things in Trials, just like there are in the raids. So, like, I don't know about Vogue, but... We'll take Deepstone Crypt. It's the most current raid. You have a ghost shell, um, which is a random drop. 
and you have the sparrow, which is a triumph. Right? Well, no, the sparrow from trials is random drop. No, 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 from Deepstone Crypt. Oh yeah, that's a triumph. All right, that's a triumph, and the ghost shell is a sparrow, and then you have two shaders. Um, and I think one of them is from a triumph as well. Trials. Yeah, one's a triumph, one's a flawless. Right. Uh, I think cryptic insignia is the triumph because that's the one I have. Um, so trials, you have two ghost shells, two sparrows, yep, yep. and a ship. Yep. Um, I think what would incentivize people. If you want to keep people playing post flawless, I think what would incentivize people is not just loot, but having trial specific cosmetics tied to post flawless wins. So like, say we all go flawless and we keep playing. Yeah, we have our chance at another random drop adept weapon, right? But with that also, say we opened the chest at the lighthouse and we didn't get the ghost shell. As we play, and as we win our flaw our post flawless matches, those wins have a chance for that ghost shell to drop again, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't take away the prosperity of this is only a, a t obtainable by going flawless because you still need to be flawless. Um, and it's not like uh, this. It's it's hard. I realize now after saying it, it would be hard because you could theoretically, depending how they do flawless matchmaking, you theoretically could take. No, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say it would it would be hard because you could have like a, a team carry, you know, a solo player through a flawless win. But that that applies to going to the lighthouse anyway. So that doesn't even matter. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that I think uh, some flawless, uh, not flawless, but like shaders uh emblems you know i know they're working on ornaments but bring back like trials ornaments right um i think that would be a good incentive to get people to keep playing post flawless it's like hey these are in the the, the chest loot pool but every win you get after going to the lighthouse also has a chance to drop this stuff um and then you have a lot of those, you know, those guardians like Bungie just announced they're doing a fashion magazine like FF14, right? Threads of Light. And they show off different players' guardians, right? They're doing this. Give us more cosmetics, right? Give us more shaders. Give us more ornamentation. Give us things we want to use that we can then go and, you know, do this stuff with. Um, I think that would be a good way to incentive i know it would be a reason for me to keep playing because i think destiny 2 is not severely lacking um but i think ever since they switched game models they are lacking in the cosmetic department um because it's well, either it's either eververse or whatever's in your season pass I mean, Eververse is non-negotiable. It's never no, going away. I know that. All I don't the, want. Yeah. I don't want it to go away because that's that's their that's their money source, right? I'm not saying have that go away. If you want to make like the Nemean Lion set, put that in Eververse. Fine, do it. What I'm saying is like, um, like projections. Uh, Izavala finally has one on his track for the season for your Vanguard rank. 
mm-hmm. more things like that, right? If you want you want to build destiny around these core pillars, crucible, strikes, gambit, um, trials and banner, raids, have more stuff kind of tied to those. Uh, and I think you would you would see more people incentivized to go and play them. Yeah, but also I want uh, trials to be subject to. So we're gonna get double trials rank points for this weekend. Oh, um, okay. But I'd like it to be subject to double loot as well, because I know that we get like double yeah. or triple valor, which is good and leads to loot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for trials specifically, you are in there for the loot the loot drops yeah, yeah, yeah i don't i don't play crucible necessarily for like oh man i sure do hope that i get that cracked out sorrows verse like if i get one great but you know i'm playing crucible typically for something else yeah no uh, no, no no i i i agree um mm-hmm. yeah i i i don't see why that's not something that they could turn on and again it's they can decide whether they want it to be just normal right so we're getting double trials in uh trials rank points but um i don't undersee i don't understand why perhaps you know if they want to do double loot um and they want to like put that behind flawless i mean they could do that behind flawless they could do it through the whole round and just keep people playing no matter what um but yeah i think i think that would be fun uh it's just, I think it's something they need to like look at across the board. And I think when you're talking about a pinnacle activity like trials and uh, especially banner, and I know we're going to get an overhaul to banner, hopefully by witch queen, but like, dude, <laughs> wait till, wait till we do an episode about banner. Cause we're already 40 minutes in, like we might have to do like an extra long episode when we talk about the problems with banner. What do you think? Uh, yeah, no, we're going to have to <laughs> Once that pops up, we're going to go into detail of how um, it should be more than just green and gold control. Yeah. Uh, TBH. Yep. Bring back Destiny 1 Banner, where it was different modes. You remember Banner Clash? Mm-hmm. Remember Banner Rift? Did they do Banner Mayhem at one point? I don't think so. Okay. Um, so just to kind of wrap up and our closing thoughts, uh, I know we touched on card-based matchmaking. Um... It is currently, it, it's, what is it? It's card-based? Yeah, right? It's card-based matchmaking? So right now, it's um, card-based for, what is it? Yeah, it's card-based yeah. for the first couple, I think, and then it shifts then it into skill-based, okay. I think so. Or, uh, like, vice versa, but it's a blend, basically. Um, Now, real quick, do you like that style? Would you like it one or the other, or do you think a blend kind of works? Uh, I think it's imperative that it's card-based matchmaking for at least the first couple. Because mm-hmm. uh, then you'll get you'll just get stomped and you'll just get farmed out like old trials was. I mean, ideally there is like kind of a blend, mm-hmm. uh, but then really like you know, at some point you should be fighting with somebody for yeah. that flawless game who's like yeah, yeah, yeah. also on their flawless game. You know, I think. Uh... I think first, I think what was it now is first three rounds is card based or is skill based, and then rounds four and up is card based. I mean, hell, that's what it feels like. Yeah, because the first three rounds are always the sweatiest, and then like until you get to round six, 
it, you know, like we kind of breezed through rounds four and five two weeks ago. Um, so yeah, any closing thoughts for this week? Is there anything you're looking forward to for next week? Um, just anything in general. Uh, looking forward to seeing how Trials plays this weekend, getting more progress on my title. I think the story is going to an interesting place, and yeah, you know, all right, Bungie's doing good things. Um, I I can't wait to see what the story has this week. Uh, I can't wait to sit down tomorrow after a long day of overtime and just sit in front of my TV and play. Um, I hope Trials is better this week. If I if I wasn't busy doing other things, I would definitely play on Saturday, um, to kind of get a feel for it again. Mm -hmm. I will say I know we didn't touch on it much, but I think the fashion magazine is really dope. I think that's really cool. I saw seeing a lot of people share their tweets with the hashtag. I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens. So we have next week. Oh. What's up? Sorry to interrupt, but the change, the big change they're making to trials, that 30 seconds after the round starts, there's going to be control points. So expect to see a lot more complaints about Shadow. That's right. That's right. Today's trials of uh, is today's iron trials this week. Yeah. Okay. Um, I keep seeing it on Twitter, so I'm going to say it for Twitter, even though I don't personally have an opinion on it yet. Nerf Shatter Dive. Apparently, that's yes. that's the big Twitter thing. Yep, um, Nerf Shatter Dive. So next week we get our last story week and then we get a breather and then we get season of the lost uh i assume if we don't hear about season of the lost next week we will hear about it uh on the week of october 7th probably so, that one other than that zef thank you so much for joining me once again yeah man and ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening remember wherever you listen to the podcast if you can leave a rating leave a rating follow it subscribe to all that stuff share it with your friends and until next time, thank you so much and fly safe guardians.